Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hang on, back up, back up, back up. Batteries, batteries. We're on time. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, are we in Qatar time or English time? Qatar time. <laughs> <laughs> Still chuckling. By the way, it seems like a long time since we've been here. It, well, that, that was not, neither my fault nor yours. No, but no. we are still chuckling. I thought that the other day when I got sent a little meme um, uh, from... It, it's obviously um, part of the Premier League years series. All right. And uh, Big Ek sent a little meme of you and I laughing in a studio. Oh, and yes. I, 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 I look back on that and... Many more happy times, and, and, and we're, we're still chuckling. Those were the days when you could laugh in the studio without getting battered. Yeah, well, yeah, there was nothing even mildly controversial no, about but, it. Just you, you couldn't be. concentrate. That no, was the problem. You, well, as typically, you were laughing when I was trying to be serious. <laughs> uh, good anyway, morning, good. afternoon, evening, yeah. wherever in the world you are. It's good to have your company. My name is Richard Keyes. This I is Andy Gray. You can get in touch with us at Keys and Gray Pod. Spell it out: A N D Keys and Gray Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah, I know what you're going to say. Uh, I, I officially blamed COVID last week, but it was Luis. It's Luis's fault. Who was working yes. to the wrong time. Yes. We were due to record. You and I were sat where we are we now, are. ready to go. Ready to go. And he texts to say, are we on English or Qatari time today? Correct. Well, we're on Qatari time. Yeah, because exactly. that, Where do we live, Luis? Yep. We live in Qatar. Qatar. So yeah. we're kind of on Qatar time. Yes. Yeah. At least he's turned up today. Yes. Yeah. Which, <laughs> is a, which is a big improvement on last week. So are we doing a top five, Luis? Let's have that little jingle. This is top the Keys and Grey Top 5. Well, because not much planning goes into this, it's all very much... Um, oh, I think Sky have nicked uh, a very um, often worked phrase of ours. There is only one first. I think, they, I think they've got a programme called... They have got a programme called that. And when it came on, I said, they have nicked ours. We should have trademarked you, and, and that. In fairness, I'll give you credit for this I'd like to share the credit but it is yours you've always said to me from the day I met you and uh, and I came new into television and I remember you saying and I said I used to sit there and say can, can, it, can you show me that uh, goal before we talk about it at half time no 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 and no. you used to go no no and I'd go what do you mean no and you'd go there's only one first yes I want your there's reaction when you see oh, it and I know you were time. smart enough to every time see something I hadn't 
or that we as a collective that were watching with you hadn't. And that's still the case, that, that, that people that have played the game watch it differently. differently yeah. And I wanted that You've reaction. That, and, and, and but that was, that's amazing. They've, gone so they've it. nicked it. They've gone and nicked your, your thing. There's only one first. Uh, this is a brilliant article. Alison Rudd. Uh, oh, so that wasn't number five? In the Times. Well, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, I've got about ten. So, <laughs> oh, so, okay. so would, Let's go. Louise just likes his little jingle, <laughs> look, look doesn't Louise. he? He's, he's got it. The yeah, players. Coffee, how long does it take to score a goal? A second. Right. I think we all agree on that. I'm just about to list the players who had just one touch in the Premier League. <laughs> no. One touch. One Shut touch. up. No. Yes. What yes. I mean, what, just one touch I mean, of a football. One touch of a football. Yes. No, that can't be right. Yeah, well, it, it is. Must have been more than and this one is a touch. list that goes back to two thousand three four because that's when records began. A little bit like climate change, change records. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, only one hundred and fifty, yeah, yeah. two hundred years old. But anyway, these are the people that had one touch. Okay. Go on. Andrew Barrowman for Birmingham City in a one-deal defeat to Leicester in March 2004. One touch, this is. No. Okay? That can't be right. Christian Ngoi for Manchester City, who were beaten 2-1 by Everton in that same year. Anthony Grant for Chelsea, won 3-1 against Manchester United. Arturo Lupoli for Arsenal, lost one-deal to Blackburn, February 2006. <laughs> Kieran Egard for Everton... You you wouldn't know that, would you? For Everton Not in a three-three draw against Chelsea in two thousand and nine. Louis Lang for Sunderland, who were beaten by Wolves in two thousand and eleven. Marcello, there's, there's only two more. Marcello Trotta for Fulham, who beat Bolton three 0 in April. <laughs> Just think about this. I can't Andy. catch my breath while I'm hearing one touch, touch of the ball in your Premier League career. Yeah, and uh, Rafael Camacho for Liverpool who beat Palace 4-3 in January Sorry, 2019. He played for Liverpool yes. in that 4-3 game. I remember that. Yes. And he only had one touch. <laughs> yes, he did. No, I'm not having that. Three yeah. other players have had only one touch in the Premier League, but are all still contracted to top-flight football clubs. Sonny Perkins of West Ham. So there's time. Sonny Perkins. Uh, Jason Malombi and Redi Kadra, both of Brighton. Good luck, boys. I'd get myself out of that list <laughs> as quick as I could. <laughs> In fact, I would say to those three guys who are uh, still on the waiting list, uh, take kickoff. On Boxing Day 2004 at Goodison Park, Christian Ngoi came off the bench for Manchester City in the uh -huh. 80th minute, took a touch and was sent off three minutes later. It <laughs> 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 must have been a bad touch. It got away from him. He never played in the Premier League again. His second touch was a tackle. Uh, <laughs> I will go down in history, said the French midfield oh, player. Yeah, he but two years later, he scored the fastest goal in Belgian league football um, after just 11 seconds for standard Liège. Records oh. since been broken. But he is in the history books now for Brilliant. other reasons, Brilliant. better reasons. But can you imagine? No. One, no. one <laughs> touch of the football in the Premier It's a great article. Um, I, would, I would encourage everybody to go online and read. Oh. Um, absolutely <laughs> extraordinary. That's I mean, that we, we've had down the years one cap wonders, haven't yes. we? Yes. Those guys, like Brian Marwood, the former yes. Arsenal winger, like, like who went Brian, to Australia. Like Brian Little. Brian yes, only got, oh, but Marwood's is worse. Is it? Marwood only got half a cap, went Shut to Australia up. and came How on. Did he get half a cap? Well, he only came on at half time. But it is a cap. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, little p number four, little piece of uh, English league history that's gone under the radar, created by Port Vale. 
League history. Yeah. You'll never guess this. Go on. They are the only team in English football, the current 92 mm-hmm. teams that are in the pyramid, to have recorded league wins over all the other 91 teams. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. That's, that's, that, by the way, that is impressive. Isn't it? They're beating everybody. Yes. And they're the only team to have done it. Wow. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm hats off to Port Vale, but I have to say. Number three. I had one of my worst nights ever at Port Vale. Yeah, you did. Stoke. In, it was uh, Port Vale. When was Port it? Vale. When it was pouring with rain. And dark. Me and Ian Dark. Mm. And it absolutely pissed down. Mm. And we had no cover. Well, yeah. And we ended up sharing a mic. <laughs> and that was funny. I couldn't get it off. Darkie was brilliant. Ian. In the days when we didn't necessarily think about no. the weather. No, we didn't. Um, yeah, we rigged a commentary point without, without a roof or it protection. Horrendous. It battered. Oh, it. I think it was against Stoke. Stoke. I think it was, a I think it was against Stoke, yeah. yeah. And we were there yeah. in Port Vale, and Ian Dark and I were just cowering under umbrellas mm. and getting absolutely drenched. What'd you call him? Darky. Oh. Ian Dark. Ian Drake. Oh, Ian Drake. Yeah, that was funny. That's a great story. Isn't it? <laughs> we should share it, really. Share it. We should share right, it. Go on, tell we were it. waiting at Villa Park to watch Manchester United in an FA Cup semi-final. <laughs> yes, we were. In the days when the games weren't both weren't necessarily live. No. So we're watching the highlights come in. Yeah. And, and Darkie's uh, doing commentary. And it was at the era also where names had just gone on shows. Correct. So Nicky Barmby gets booked. <laughs> And he turns his back to the camera and, and we'll explain why we call him Drakey in just a moment. So, uh, Niggy Barmy goes in the referee's book there and the referee won't need a spelling lesson. It's on, on his back. B-R-M-B-Y. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm still so, laughing. I'm still laughing 20 years down the line. We're at Chelsea the next day. Yes. And you cut out B. A, A, R, and yeah, you'd cut them all out, big letters. And on our on our um, uh, dinner bus, you, you said to Drakey, here, Drakey, put those letters into the name of a well-known footballer. B-R-M-B-Y. No, 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 Drakey, but it was close. So hence, Darkie became Drakey. He's in my phone book. It's Drakey. He's not, is he? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I love uh, what a good voice he's got, by the way. Brilliant. The best since Coleman. Better than Tyler? Yeah, Martin's, a, Martin's very technical. Yeah. Um, longevity, extraordinary. Yeah. Um, best finisher, we used to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and that yeah. meant in terms of the ability to to call a goal, call a goal as it was yeah. scored like aguero yeah that, that yeah absolutely they, absolutely that sums it all yes. up yeah and it was simply his his job was to 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 call names and numbers yeah, yeah. and and that moment and yours was the first replay martin brilliant i mean martin uh, you know i would say there's there's lots of people have you know, we've all got our own favorites but then people brian moore and Carl, i think martin's been the best he has been i agree i, mean, I worked with him for 20 years literally so, yeah. the best yeah. And and probably won't get the credit that he deserves for for for, for being so. Maybe not. Better than more. I love Coleman. Aye. Um, but Coleman. So what made Darkie good then? Go on. Voice. Voice. Best voice since Coleman. Really? Yeah. Aye. And 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 could could 
surrounded by excitement, nothing better. Yeah. Nothing better. Yeah. Had peaked when he did commentary for, uh, well, it was one of the American channels, NBC maybe, followed America to right. th th through that World Cup campaign, I think in South Africa, 2010, and he was magnificent. Mm. Um, yeah, still going strong. But, yeah, but Tyler for me, Motti, different class, obviously Motti. over a period of time, yeah. but didn't do it like Martin does it. D no. Didn't, you know, there's a, there's a skill to the highlights yeah, commentator. Is. Yeah, there is. Um, but, yeah. but Martin is just week, well, day after day. Yeah, after day. I mean, if there's a day passes and he's not on a mic somewhere, <laughs> I'd still be surprised. Yes. He, even in his home, he's probably got the mic out <laughs> when he's on the day off practicing. Yeah. Nah, Tyler was brilliant. Oh, that's quite a way to open the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'm just going in there for my milk. <laughs> oh, there she is. That's there. <laughs> Uh, parachute payment clubs uh, three times more likely to go up. This is a scientific study. We didn't need it. We, we didn't know. need Re that. Research by Sheffield's Allen University. How much does that cost? We, uh, oh, to tell us what you and I probably. have said for a million years. Yeah. If you get a parachute payment, you've got a good chance of Absolutely. coming back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, we'll talk about Everton in just a moment. Oh. I was just about to talk about the accounts, oh, no. um, which are also causing some constant. Are they really? Yeah. Um, no, so, counts so are fine. Number counts two. Uh, UK to ban ads featuring sports and reality TV stars. It's a step in the right direction. It's a it's a it's a very uh, good step in my view, and quite right also. So the ads will still be able to run. That's the next step: ban sports advertising during sports events. But this takes out the big players, like well, all of them. They're all doing it. Who? Well, Ferdinand Savage. Uh, you said reality TV stars. Uh, uh, Yes, sports stars, <laughs> oh, sports stars and reality TV stars. Ah, right, the two, the combination. Yeah. All right, okay. Well, we're not doing it. Well, we have. Have we? Yeah. Have we really? Paddy Power. Paddy Power. That was, by the way, that was a great ad, by the way. <laughs> well, it was, yeah. It was funny yeah. at the time. <laughs> yeah, it was of an era, shall we yeah, say. Yeah, well, it was funny at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good luck to Ten Hag. Um, this didn't surprise me you at think all. A, you think that's a done? Well, it looks done? like it, Andy. Um I, I do wish him well because we do. We need a strong Manchester United. Absolutely right, and and we've all yeah. we've we've sort of kind of enjoyed the decade of pain after. Has it been a decade? Twenty, yeah, twenty five years of, of success. Joking. It has, has it yeah. been a decade? Yeah, since Fergie left. But I don't wow. think they've got this right either. I, I, uh, actually, you've been quite good. Actually, I'm quite impressed with your predictions and managerial appointments recently because you 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 weren't for Ancelotti. You, you you definitely said not right for Everton, shouldn't be there. And totally wrong. You were right about Benitez. He was treading water. We were all right about Benitez and Everton. Well, I had to you, I had to tease it out of you because you wanted to to, to show loyalty to your club. But well, of course it, it was it was a, a tread, it was a shameful appointment by Everton. Shameful. I know people are now saying, well, what about Lampard? You know, seven defeats in nine. Yeah. Um, Frank Lampard has to 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 coin a well-known sports phrase inherited a crock of shit. Yes, he has. <laughs> and is doing as well as he can in yeah. the most extraordinarily testing circumstances. Can I ask you something about the modern game as well? Mm. What do you think about the stick that uh, Everton set the forwards getting at the moment on social media? Well, it, it's interesting that, Andy. Um, I understand why, uh, why football fans in general right. have, have had a chuckle about it. Mm -hmm. But the... the the, the more serious element of it is that if we want 
genuinely to be inclusive, if we do want yeah, players indeed. to admit to their sexuality, and I'm not suggesting in any way that Calvert-Lewin has a secret that he hasn't no, no. shared. No, no, I know. I, I don't think it's the right thing for us to be laughing in the manner that we are. Mm-hmm. Now, you could look back to the time that, that you and I were, were chuckling about Sean, and I defended that at the time. But as, as the years passed, you think about it, and you, you say to yourself, well, in, in, in the round, it's not mm-hmm. helpful. No, it's not. You know, it 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 is. It's quite, um, um, you know, amongst your mates, mm-hmm. it, it, it's you, you you laugh and you think it's funny. But the but the bigger issue is that that Calvert Lewin has every right to dress as he wishes, to present himself in public as he wants. Agreed. And we should accept that that is the case. Agreed. The problem he has is that he's, he's pitching to a very, very difficult audience in football fans. This will do nothing to encourage others. And maybe if you were advising him, you would say, look, if, if Everton were doing better than they are right now, your timing is okay. But with them GQ, really toiling... What if your GQ shoot yeah, you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. If you're really toiling... Now's maybe not a good time because right. Everton fans specifically are frustrated with their team. No, they're more than frustrated. And he will become they're, they're the centre point of that aggression. Well, he waiting. has become a centre point of it. And I agree 100% with what you've said there about this young man can pursue anything he wants, any way he wants, um, uh, live his life the way he wants. But I have to say that when you're doing things like a G... Uh, what is it? GQ, GQ, I think GQ it was, yeah. shoot... Um, it would have been advisable for his agent to have said to him, listen, Dominic, we haven't scored a goal since August. Ever they're going down at the moment and it looks like they might go down. You need to shelve this. I am You need sure. to shelve it. Wait till the summer. Get yourself on the football pitch. Score a couple of goals. Keep Everton up and then you can do whatever you like. I am sure there will be some of the opinion that, that, that we are both wrong, that he, if he wishes to... to present himself in the manner that he has of late, then he has every right. I, I, I defend what, I that. I don't care but, what they but, say. But, I, I really don't care, Keezy, right? I'm talking as an Evertonian. I'm talking as a, a man who loves the club. I'm talking for every Everton fan that's out there. And they would they would want Dominic Calvert-Lewin to be concentrating on one thing and one thing only. It's their club. Well, if you're talking their club. simply about concentrate on your football, yes. Yes. Totally. And well, I you've said, gone on about Rashford. Well, I said this, I was just about to say, I said this about Rashford 12 months ago and you I did. got pilloried at the time. But you could just see what was coming you you could his his mind has been somewhere else for for too long and his football has suffered but you see on the bigger issue okay um many have sat in judgment of us in particular of course and others and still do have caught themselves and still do caught themselves up in 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 the same kind of furore andy dunn today who you know i'm a huge fan yeah you like andy dunn i don't like this okay when times are tough there's no finer place for gallows humour than among Everton fans. At this time, they have surpassed themselves to a goal-shy but camera-friendly Dominic Calvert-Lewin. They are singing, You're Not Fit to Wear the Skirt. And he adds, brilliant. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No. No, it's not. No, I know it's not. And I and I speak as, a, as an Evertonian uh, through and through. No, that's not. That's not right. And it's not right, and it shouldn't be done. And I'm really surprised to see a national newspaper yeah, journalist. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm surprised you've read that out to me like you have. This writing time. in those terms, I'm, I, I really am. Uh, but Ten Hag, Andy, already right. someone's leaked that he feels the um, the fitness at Old Trafford isn't quite what it should be. I mean, <laughs> no, please, shut up, please, please. That's the that's the refuge of over, every 
Over 30 years, <sighs> how many times have you and I seen a manager come in and what's the first thing he's always said? Howard Wilkinson took Sunderland from Reedy, who was a guest on, yes. on the day. Yeah. And the first thing he said was, they're not fit enough. And no. Reedy, of course, was spitting. <laughs> he was spitting very hard. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the, the refuse of the sloppy and lazy coach. I, I, I'll, I'll put the, the first thing I'm going to do is put this on the toes of the previous yeah. incumbent. Yeah. Yeah. I, listen, that for me, there are others. Brendan Rodgers is a better choice. Managed big clubs, knows about the e e English football yeah. scene, yeah. knows about the 100%. Premier League. Conti, if, if you show Ronaldo. The door. He's not leaving Spurs now. Though. Well, yes and no. No, he's not. But 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 still around. Um, there are the, the boy in charge of Spain wants to bring him to the World Cup final. Luis Enrique, yeah, of course. Um, maybe, maybe Enrique. You, you've got Ranić there. What's the rush all of a sudden to have to do this now? If you, yeah. if, if you felt that Enrique was a, a strong possibility, yeah. even. You know, there. I, I just. I don't know. I, I, I hope it's right. I'm, I'm not convinced that it is. Not me. Nor me, by the way, nor me. Uh, were you surprised to see Maradona's daughter um, suggesting that the shirt Steve Hodge has isn't the one that was worn on the night of Hand of God? Uh, no, I think I spoke to Hodge. I was at Villa with him mm. and I spoke about this. <laughs> he said to me, he said, I'm, 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 I don't, he said, I followed Maradona for the last five minutes of the game. <laughs> he said, I said, well, you were getting beat 2-1. He said, yeah, I know, but I wanted his shirt. He says, and I was right beside him when the whistle went. And immediately went, swapped shirts, and he got his shirt. He has. He's now looking to sell it for between four and six million at Sotheby's. Uh, wow. Maradona's daughter is saying, it's not the shirt. It's not the one that he wore in the second half. Yes, well, I think we'll find it is. But I I, I'm, I'm not surprised to see her try to trash the possibility of that deal. Why would she do that? Why would she take Well, because I suppose the family don't own it. And that four million, she's thinking, we could have a could, piece of it. And maybe the jersey we've got here, we can suggest, is, is the one no. that they wore. But I this think, is, I, this has been very, very I'll carefully tell you checked. you what you need to do is look back at the footage and you'll see Maradona take his shirt off and give it a hodgy. Yeah. There you go. That's it, yeah. That's all you need. That's all the proof you need. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Fergie's still pulling £235,000 a week from different investments in Manchester United. That's nice, isn't it? Nice, you money, get it. nice if you can get it. And, and the Premier League coming under pressure now with more uh, Der Spiegel leaks, WikiLeaks. Um, this investigation into illicit payments and uh, uh, various other alleged misbehaviour. Um, Premier League have tried to bury it. UEFA have said it's okay, we've looked at it, move on, nothing to see here. Um, but, but it might be that there is. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of others. These are all at joint number one because I know I've all right. Yep. A cryptocurrency group takes over at Crawley. Um, the consequences of this I know not, but um, cryptocurrency is something that many are... Yes, uh, agreed. Are involving themselves with. I, 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 if someone's, yep. Well, let me tell you, if Crowley came to me and says, see you, Andy, there's your wages next week, 10 crypto coins, I would be saying, shove your crypto coins up your jacks, eh? Yeah. I want money. Yeah, well, I think they'll still be dealing in money, but I, I, there's obviously a very good reason for them having put a toe in the water. All right. Um, and Manchester United's fanshare scheme hangs in the balance. Uh, much talk about it six months ago when there were riots around Old Trafford. Uh, uh, allegedly encouraged by others. allegedly, um, but nothing's happened. And, and this I noticed today in the Guardian. This this will uh, this will I think uh, get traction because what they promised the Glazers again is some way from being delivered. Anyway, the most important thing I wanted to talk. No, here's number one. Here's number Go one. On. Oh. They were all a collection of number two. Number one, Everton. Oh no. Sean Dyche at halftime said Go to on. his players, "They've forgotten how to win away from home." Yeah, I read Come that. on. I read that. I read that. Never mind away from home. They've forgotten how to win. Mm. Yeah, I read that. He's right. He's, he is right. And you could see it second half. You could see it. It was There was almost a... 
let's go over the line uh, if we can, but we're not quite sure how to control getting over the line. Um, Would was, you change it? What? The manager? Mm. Come on, he can't. Would I change it? He's he's currently favourite to get the sack. I know. After no, less I than a hundred days what? in charge. Do you know what? I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it. Why? To what end? What end? You're going to say survival. Yes. Well, but. the only the only sensible suggestion I've seen, if you were thinking seriously about changing it, yeah. was to put Sam in. No. They can't, they can't, they, they just would not be that accepted. is a real back to the future, I know, but if you're looking for someone to inspire fire in the belly, which is what Peter Reed was talking about, yeah, yeah, someone to, to galvanize and organize, and I know there'll be many now chuckling like you, and oh no, but is there. is there anybody else that you would look at in these circumstances and consider? If there isn't, then let him get on with it. No, I let him go. I, I let him go on with it. I, I have to say, I think the change had to be made. Um, if Benitez had still been in charge, we'd still be in the same place as we are. I don't believe we'd have been any better, any better um, with him. Um, it's not his fault. This is this is four or five no, years of now. Is not the time to be apportioning blame, is it? No, really? it's not. But I wouldn't change Frank Casey. I really wouldn't. Um, I think that uh, what's happened happened. His what's the word I'm looking for? His stock as a potential young manager with a future is questionable right now, okay, because of what happened at Chelsea. Well, can, I and just, what happened can, I, at, can I just put it to you? Go on then. That you've always said to me you find out more about yourself in when these you circumstances. Get beat. Yes, you do. So yes, you do. You do. I think he learned a lot about himself at Chelsea, right? I would say that. And having gone to Everton and taken Ashley Cole and others with him. Clem. Clem and Paul Clements. Um, it's it's something that needs to be. You need. We need to Everton, having changed all these managers in the last seven or eight years, they need to make a, an appointment and stick with it. And I think Frank's the one. Now, regardless of what happens, um, he needs to be given time to shape it in the way he wants. If that's Everton can't keep change. I know you're going to say Chelsea have changed managers every two years, and look at the success they've had. Well, agree with you. Less than every two. Years. Yeah, exactly. Less than every two. But you know what I mean. But I think I think Evans not that club. Evans a club that needs to do what they did with Moisey. Bring him in, give him some time to mould it and shape it in his way. We haven't done that since Moisey left. Martinez had a chance and he he did all right. Roberto Martinez, I think he did okay. Evan, um, but since Martinez, it's been a, a catalogue of disaster appointments. What I would like to know, Go on. and you're not going to tell me the answer and they won't either I would like to know the motivation of Alicia Usmanov and, and Fahad Mashiri when they took control of the football club what do you mean why neither's an Evertonian no. Usmanov had 29.99999% of the shares at Arsenal and, yeah. and only needed um, a, f a fingernail a more, more to, 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 to get himself into a position so is he an Arsenal fan is he a football fan when was he an Everton fan? Why is he involved at the football club? Why did Mashiri want to buy? Well, what does make, he see as a benefit? Make, don't they want to make money? <sighs> or does he need money? They've yeah. spent an awful lot of money. Half a billion. Mm. Yeah. Why? Oh, you tell me. What? Like, you tell me. <laughs> I'd like to know. Uh, this is a proud football club, a magnificent football club that's being run like a, I don't know, a kiddies party. Really? 
You think it's that bad? Yes. Do you? I think it's a shambles. And, and we can have a dark humour, yes, and we can have a chuckle up, and I, 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 I know what buttons to push yeah, no. when, it, when I talk to you about Everton. I saw this week for the first time you consider the possibility that Everton may get relegated. I think to this point, it hasn't really occurred to you no, that they're as deeply in the trouble that they are. No. And funny enough, when we were talking this week, I was I text Reedy, I text Sharpie, I text Adrian Heath, I text Inchi in America. And these are three of the guys who I know of Everton at heart. They're, they're Evertonians. It's as simple as that and care deeply about the club. And all three of them um, are as bad as I am now. They're, they're seriously worried. I mean, this weekend, for instance, by the time this comes out, Everton could be in the bottom three. Mm. You know, Burnley get a point away at Norwich, which is something they could get easily, just a point, and we get beaten by Manchester United, which could happen. Then Everton, we go into the bottom three. And, I've, and do you know what happens, Geezy? I My worry is, if we drop into the bottom three, we ain't getting out again. No. When you drop into it, and I've done it, because and I'm, I'm speaking from experience. People say, well, you, what do you know about can relegation you? I got relegated with Wolves. I know what that feels like. I got relegated with Villa. I know what it feels like. And when you drop into that bottom three, mm. it is something else. You need something else to get out of it. You need what Burnley have got to get out of it. We haven't got that, Evan. We haven't got it. So my worry is, should we drop into the bottom three this weekend? We're not coming out. A very well blog, extremely well received and who's, who's uh, e e extraordinarily accurate who's that? in many respects. Oh, mine. Oh, yes. um, very early <laughs> in the season, I said Everton... <laughs> You know, they beat three of the bottom six. Yeah, Southampton were in the bottom exactly. six at that yeah, time. And everyone's getting carried away. Nonsense. They looked like a team that were getting relegated, I said, because they cannot score a goal. And I saw it at Coventry the year we finally got right. caught. Yeah. We'd let yeah. 25 go the year before, McAllister and Keane. That's right. And we could not hit a barn door. Yeah. And we went down. 25 goals gone out of your season yeah. is an awful lot. Everton can't score goals. No, we can't. should continue this conversation with our guest. Who's that? By the way, you told me. I'm just about to. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Good lad. <laughs> Our guest, Andrew, yes. Yes. is uh, the legend... Oh, listen to that. What? He's by the sea in Dubai. You're joking. Yeah. He's by the sea. Let me guess then. Hold on. <laughs> He's by the sea. Does it sound different in Qatar? It's ah, I recognise <laughs> that voice. <laughs> I recognise that voice. John the Barnes. The legendary yes. Liverpool... Yes. I was going to say winger. And why have you got a, a, a Liverpool... Well, legend on when we've just been talking about shit Everton now. Well, the reason for that, Andy, yes. is that I texted him yesterday to inquire as to how his brother-in-law is because he's, he's a Everton. big Evertonian. Yes, exactly. Yeah? So yeah. I just thought it would be nice yeah. to know that we care about people and that we are concerned beyond just, you know, those that are obviously in our lives. <laughs> I needed to know how Barnes' brother-in-law. How's yeah. he bearing up, John? Look, he's not so much Evertonian, but a Liverpool hater. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you go beyond supporting Everton, beyond supporting Everton to hating Liverpool, that's what well, he is. Isn't that the same thing, John? He doesn't know the players, he knows everything that goes on at Liverpool and he hates it. So that's how far he's come. But I've left him alone. This is how worried I am for Everton. I normally have a bit of banter for him, I tease him, but he's become so serious in the last couple of weeks that I've not even teased him, I've not texted him, I've left him alone. That's how serious Everton's situation yeah, is. Now, John, yeah, Keezy said to me, for, for the first time this season, last weekend, I had to accept that Everton's plight is dire and, and really serious. 
Do you share my concern that we might go down? Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. God. I didn't up until six weeks ago. Yeah, me Because too. even when they were losing, they were playing with such a fervor and a passion. And you can see them picking up results. I said, okay, they lost a couple of games. But they'll come out of it because they had a couple of games in hand. Yeah. And now, after the Burnley results, looking at the games coming up, and looking at Andy, will know. Andy was at Everton at a time when the passion, because they were doing so well, mm. can carry you to the heights. But if you're, if you're struggling, that passion that they have at Everton could work against you. Yeah. And I think it really has because the players are now playing with so much fear. And not only yeah. are they playing with fear, they're being lulled into this aggression. They're not playing controlled football. They've got no. a great side, but they're not in control of the game because the passion that they have was worked in their favour when you're doing well. I think it's worked against them. Mm. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I mean, uh, should we identify him, John? Would he be embarrassed if if, if you told us who he is, and, and and would it create an issue for him on Merseyside? <laughs> oh, Mark Jackson, not at all. Mark Jackson, stop it. Mark Jackson, postman in in, on, in Merseyside, please put it everywhere. <laughs> We'd love it. Put it out there. What genuinely? Genuinely, what is he saying? Is is he is he now in the same place as Andy? No, but of course. When you have sensible Evertonians like Andy, who could be very pragmatic and obviously from his perspective, if they win a game, they're the best in the world. And when they lose a game, they're the worst in the world. They're not the ones. <laughs> Get off, I'm not like that. No, he's saying not. He's They're not the ones you want to listen to. So that is why, that is why I'm not, from, from the Evertonian's point of view, I'm not even talking about what Mark's saying because, of course, now it's doom and gloom, we're the worst in the world. And that's not the case. No. Look at Everton's team. They've got good players. I don't think they have the balance right between the back four and everybody else, but they've got good strikers, midfield players. So they have to stop playing with such, I'm not even talking about fair, they play uncontrollably. Yeah. You know, when they get the ball, they're just being sucked forward to attack 100 miles an hour with everybody getting forward, they get caught in a counter-attack. They have to control the game and control their emotions. Play with intensity and determination, but control the emotions, and I don't think they are. No. Yeah. Uh, to make matters worse, of course, Liverpool are chasing four, four. trophies. Yeah. Is, it, is it possible that they could deliver all four, do you think? It's possible they can get all four. It's possible they can only win one, which is one they have. Because, of course, you're getting into the latter stages. And remember, Jurgen Klopp at Dortmund chasing for and ending up with none. Fortunately, we've got one. I still make Man City favourites for the league. Yeah, and in the Champions too. League, anything can happen. And, and, and that's the FA Cup. It's still got good feet. So, of course, I doubt they'll win all four. And if you ask me if I had to choose just one more, it'll be the league, not the Champions League. Would it really join? Uh, Would it really be the league, so, yeah? Oh, Absolutely. Listen, as, 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 that's what I learned at Liverpool as a 23-year-old yeah, yeah, and yeah. from Bill Shankly's time. The league is the most important thing. Anything else is a bonus. Prestige, um, money, whatever they want to talk about, the Champions League, the best thing with the league, not the Champions League. So if you're asking me in terms of priority, it'll be the league, then the Champions League. But I'll be happy with the league and, and nothing else. But of course, it'd be great to win more. Mm. What is, I mean, is it, I suppose what I'm saying, John, is we all talk, we did last year when City were in all four. Do, do you think it's actually possible to get over the line and win four? Or is it just something that is beyond uh, the capabilities of any group in this situation? Well, once again, once again, it's possible, but, but not probable. Mm. So, of course, when you say yeah. it's possible, and it's more possible for a team like Liverpool, knowing the way that Jurgen Klopp prioritize every individual game, meaning that whichever game you play in it, we believe we can win. Whereas the probability is that we won't win all four. Yeah. But why I say Liverpool can is because Liverpool are a team who will prioritize. Liverpool are a team who will go for it in every single game they play. So and if they play with the right intensity and determination and quality as they have, they can win the game. But of course, they're playing against some great teams as well working in the competition. 
So uh, once again, is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? No. And if you're asking if I think they will, I don't think they'll win all four, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, John, do you know, like, I want to just look a little touch into the future. Um, if... Sorry, if, I know what you're going to say. What? Can Everton get straight back? I mean, what, what do you no, think, John? I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> no. Because we're not down. <laughs> I was going to ask John about his club. I was, I, I was just going to think, John. <laughs> he's, a, he's a twat, isn't he? <laughs> Come on, Barnsley. I can't believe he's this. He's, he's loving just fucking pressing my I buttons. He's and he's an Evertonian them. as well. And I know he's an Evertonian. No, yeah. he's not. Oh, he's I, a red. I, I, I I'm not a red. My, he's a red, John. My head. He's not a red. My head, uh, in terms in the era I was there, was at Anfield. Obviously, yes, I'm getting exactly. a, a few good days out. My heart always lay and does yeah. still across the park. It really does. Yeah. John, yeah. see when yeah. you look at Liverpool and you look at what Klopp's done. What? Yeah. Wh- how? How confident are you? He's got. His, he's got to call it a day. One of these days, in the next year, mm. maybe two. He might just say enough is enough. Yeah. What's, are they yeah. going to find the same difficulty United have had since Fergie left when Klopp goes? Or do you feel that the the succession will be a, a more uh, comfortable one? Well, of course, I don't think they'll probably do as well when he goes. Because right. we've seen it before in Liverpool in the late they did. We've seen it from Manchester United, we've seen it with Arsenal, with Wenger, where the players take their foot off the gas because they haven't got somebody as authoritative, as in control, and a new manager coming in will always have a hard task, depending oh. on who that manager is. So there will be that transitional period, and it's a question as to how long that transitional period yeah. is going to be, depending yeah. on which manager they get, depending on how much authority they give him, and depending on the character of the players they have. Now, I think the difference between ourselves and Man United, if the yeah. players stay, yeah. is I think we've got good characters. You know, who, yes, Klopp will go, so they'll take their foot off the gas a bit in training and stuff like that. But I think the character of the players will still be, they will give 100% to the team. Whereas if you look at the Man United players and their character, that is their problem. So if Klopp goes and when he goes, but fortunately it's not going to be in the next year or two, um, let's cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, and hopefully right. Everton will be back up to challenge us. Oh, shut up, you. Years. <laughs> <laughs> he's always, he's always he's got, got to throw that in, up. isn't he? And hopefully Everton will be back up from or the championship. Fact, That's the only thing no, he no, didn't no, say no, there. Or, or, <laughs> Yeah, but there will be a Merseyside derby because if Tranmere get promoted and Everton go down again, it'll be Tranmere Everton derby. Big Merseyside derby. Well, that would be interesting. Which of the two other clubs would get there first? If Tranmere gets what, what they but should not have. Only this... that, not only that, Richard. <laughs> that would be closer because Everton's new stadium is right on the river. And oh, Tranmere shut up. The river, so that would be the real local derby. Oh, get off you two. <laughs> why am I sitting here listening to this? Barnsley, just before we let you go, because I feel <laughs> guilty. I don't want to go now. <laughs> of course, none of us I do. do. And by the way, go. I don't think any right minded Liverpool fan agreed. No. no. No, agreed. Agreed. Well, the, 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 the opposite of my brother in law, Will. You know, you have those fans from Liverpool as well. Yeah. But I think the real sensible Liverpool fans don't want to get relegated. Agreed. And, and uh, Absolutely. Now, finally, I, I, as I say, I feel very guilty. You've given up some of your holiday for yeah, us. thank you. Jim. Thank you for that. Yeah. But uh, if, if, you've, if you're aware of uh, s- 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 some of the stories that we've all been um, close to these last 48 hours, I'm sure you'll have seen that Steve Hodge is thinking of uh, selling Maradona's jersey for about <laughs> four mil. You were on the pitch, John. Yes. I, I mean, do you, do you have any regrets that you, did, you didn't you get there get- first? <laughs> I've just got a picture. I've just got a picture of Mark Walters and Steve Hodge. He sent it to me yesterday, and Mark Walters said in the in the picture, under the picture, the caption was, "He's just been offered six mil for the shirt, not four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so of course, but you know what? You know what? When you have people like Terry Butcher, and you have people like that, 
who, you know, when we were cheated, we don't even want to talk to the Argentinians, so therefore we came off the pitch, we don't even want to speak to Maradona. Nah, at the time, 1986. <laughs> you know what we're like in Britain. You know, yes. we got cheated, we don't want to talk to him at all. Of course, when everything dies down, I would say probably half an hour later, never mind 15 years later. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's a little bit of a regret. Listen, I, I, listen it was, it was, I'm not so sure it was a handball anyway. I don't know what you're moaning about. <laughs> and I he, thought he got his head to it. I don't care it. about the handball. The shirt, the shirt I'm worried about, not the handball. I don't care about the handball. Yeah, but, Balji, it's funny... Because I, I was with Hodgie when when he, he, he was I was at Villa with him near the end of my career, and I remember he said to me, "You know, Andy," he said, "I followed Maradona about for the last five minutes of that game. I was determined to get shot as soon as the whistle went. I went, what do you mean? You were getting beat two one. What were you doing following him around? Oh, he shuts a big shot. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's lying lying Hodgie is lying. Hodgie was on the pitch. He got substituted. Oh, he is lying then. He uh, was on the pitch. He was, I, I came on for Hodgie. How the, the only hell way did he get his shirt in? Got the shirt. I'm going to tell you how they got the shirt. Go and I only knew 10 years ago when I was watching the game live. Uh, sorry, I'm watching the game Argentina versus England in like 2015. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not even thinking about Hodgie or the shirt because I remember straight <laughs> after the game, Bobby Robinson said, Right, lads, no fucking shirts. Everybody in. We stormed off in disgust. So obviously, we never thought anything about shirts. <laughs> so, watching this on television in 2015, I'm watching the game again, reminiscing, saying how great it was. I saw us all tunnel off the pitch. I saw all the Argentinian fans on the pitch. Maradona is on the shoulders of two Argentinians with 100 Argentinians around him. After five minutes of his mayhem on the pitch, in wonders hockey. Amongst all of these Argentinian fans, pushing them out of the way, he tugs on Maradona's leg. He tugs on Maradona's leg. Maradona looks down, sees him, and Hodge just goes, Gives him the shirt and Maradona just took his shirt off, gave it to Hodge and started celebrating again. Oh, and no brilliant. one knew how Hodge got the shirt. This was like 10 minutes after the, after oh, the game. That's well, Hodge. He's yeah. a very wise man at three points. Oh, very wise. Very, very, wise very clever boy. I wonder, if, did, did Maradona take Hodge's shirt or not? <laughs> Yeah, he, got, he, did, he got 100 quid for it. <laughs> 100 quid? Hodgie would be delighted with 100 quid. I would say he got more than like 4 quid. <laughs> Barnsley, come and see us soon. Yes, Enjoy the please. break. Thanks so much for talking well, to I'm us. Invited, mate. Always a pleasure. Uh, thank you, Barnsley. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Thanks, John, John, John Barnes. <laughs> John, John Barnes. <laughs> and now we know. Now we know. Now we know. Fair play. It was worth putting the effort oh, in. Oh, my goodness, Hodgie. That's just so typical of a minute. So typical. Brilliant. Brilliant. And, and of course, the reaction from the rest of the boys. <laughs> what are you doing? Down the tunnel. He's going <laughs> four million quid in here. That's what I'm doing. Uh, John Bard, really good to talk to John. And thank you again, John, uh, for, for taking time out of your holiday. It did sound good, didn't it? Oh, yeah. On the beach there well, in Well, I mean, I'm Dubai. looking outside my, my window here as we're mm. there. And I think the weather's the same here as it is in Dubai. Yeah, but, but the difference is you and I are sat in the grey lounge yes. and he's on the beach, he's on the beach, which is where we should head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for your company. Keys and grey pod, A-N-D, keys and grey. You can get us on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, we shall be back this time next week. Do you think week. next week when we're back, Everton will be in the bottom three? Yes. We should go. Really? You might have taken a bit of time to think about that. Didn't need any. Thanks a lot. Cheers, enough. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.